Welcome back, and we're talking about Ultimate Fighter again, and we're talking about, I think it's episode 11, and which is Kurt versus Jason Knight, and this was a fight. But let's start from the beginning. Let's start with the coach's challenge. I mean, they actually had Bruce Buffer there, and that ring girl, oh, my God, she was my favorite ring girl. <laughs> I mean, things are just popping out everywhere. I mean, like, mm -hmm. wow. So uh, so what do you think of this trivia about, you know, I think – uh, the winners got ten thousand, which is just Connor or Chandler got the ten thousand, and each one mm -hmm. got fifteen hundred. Whoever won. So, what do you think about the game itself? Um, so, I thought the trivia was pretty fun, and it's cool to see fighters answer those questions because I don't expect them to know everything because they're just like in the gym all the time. They're not studying the books of the history of UFC. Um, but yeah, uh, the ice bath was. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like it was cool to see it and for the video aspect, right? But I don't know how long they're in there, other than the, the period they only show on TV. But it turns out they were in there for yeah. nearly thirty minutes. Yeah, and thirty nine degrees water. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how do you, how do you make that happen? I'm like, that's crazy. But because uh, I know Shannon was talking about how he, like he just started getting mm -hmm. used to it recently. But he he's he, he's one of those shakers. Like he, they just start shaking, the mouth trembles. Mm -hmm. Like my son James does that shit. He's like, oh, <laughs> I've never seen somebody shake like that so much. So he's. But I I really didn't see him shaking unless you did. But I I thought he handled it pretty good. Overall, it was pretty good. But you can see him shake a little. I know you had bad eyesight over there, old man eyes. But um, <laughs> no, he was. You could tell eh? he was. <laughs> he was more in, um, I guess, in distraught versus Connor. Connor looked like he was just chilling. It was just another day, but he, I guess, he could maintain his cool. Pre I mean, I guess better than Michael, but um, it it was definitely looked pretty cold because you could see on Michael's skin because he's not all tatted up. But when he dipped in, and then whenever he reached out, you could see that red line all the way across his like midsection. Yeah, I you saw know? that. Yeah, so you could tell that was definitely taking his toe on his body. Yeah, and and the trivia was going back and forth. Of course, Connor was was answering the questions. I think there were like two points away until the third round, and it looks like Chandler started coming out like he really wanted to win. He did not want to lose, and he wanted to make sure his team got some money. But it didn't work out that yeah, way. Yeah, you could tell he was trying really hard. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was just weird though, because like as they're in this ice bath, everyone looks like they're all happy. The UFC did a really good job of making look and making the yeah, ice bath for 30 minutes looks super, like, light in terms of, like, how extreme it really was, you know? And uh, even show Dana White laughing and stuff like that. But then now, we, <laughs> days later, we're hearing news about Dana White is super pissed at the production team. And uh, he doesn't get how they even thought that was a good idea. Which, to me, I mean, you're the big bossman of the UC. You're the face of UC. It's like, say something. Change it up. Or, you know, like, it's all pre-recorded anyways. Yeah, or like, hey, why don't we turn off the water for like 10 minutes mm -hmm. or something? You know, like turn off the... the yeah, they couldn't do that. Yeah, but I mean, but but didn't he know this was going to happen when he got there? I mean, it or? sounds like he did it. <laughs> that are... Because it looks like, if anything, that was a sponsorship that mm -hmm. came in and they were advertising right. the product. But those those guys were in there for, what, 30 minutes? Is that what you said? 30 minutes yeah. or something like that? Like, That's damn, intense. That was a long time. So then Jason Knight and Kurt, I, I can't say his name, uh, Hullaball or something. Uh, yeah, those are those are two pretty much fighters. I mean, they were saying they're pretty much matched up all the way. and uh, But the only thing, Kurt had more power than Jason, and it really mm -hmm. showed. 
And I and I could see that, but man, I was pretty excited because again, like we talked about before, how their fights weren't that exciting. The last one was with mm-hmm. Austin. I think that yeah, that's the one where he won because the first one we know was just yeah. a joke. Uh, so the anticipation for this one was was there. So what do you think about the anticipation and all? Yeah, that? it was there, and they definitely delivered. Even for them to coming out of Chandler's camp, you know, that was uh, that was different for versus the first match we saw. Or it wasn't entertaining at all, you know. So that was pretty cool to see, um, but it was just, it was straight chaos. Those guys were just throwing it, and each had to recover at some point during the fight, you know. Like it was just going back and forth until someone ended it. Yeah, I mean, but they didn't have no coaches, but I, but, but their coaches were still telling them something between yeah, the yeah, rounds, you know. So that's the one thing I liked about that was that that they were to say something. Mm-hmm. Were you able to do? Remember anything about round one? How how that one came out? I, I fuck it was to me like it was just a blur because like all those rounds were just chaos to me. I don't know. Um, I just saw it go right. back and well, forth. I, I well, know I got, you got like, your notes, round so one. I'll let you go through it. I'll, I'll, this is what my play. All right, let, let's hope it right, kind of works out. All right. I was drinking <laughs> when I was doing this, so let's see what happens. All right, so round one, they both came out punching. You know, Kurt was landing a right hand, and Jason kind of stumbles a little. That was the first thing that I saw. And then uh, Kurt then pushes Jason to the fence. You know, someone's yelling, put up your hands, because I think that's what it was when I realized that Jason was not picking up his hands because he would just, because Kurt was just unloading Mm -hmm. on him. And when they said, pick up your hands, whoever yelled it out, it came back up, and and that's what I saw there. Uh, But I think... uh, Jason's hands were low. Jason keeps eating these jabs from Kurt. Kurt keeps putting on the pressure. Kurt keeps landing hard punches. Jason's face is red and small cut on the nose. I think that was the first thing that we saw yeah. there. Uh, but Jason is, is taking him and not falling down on that one. And that's when the round ends. So that was a pretty exciting fight. That was like, oh, okay, this is it. This is what's going to happen. But I still noticed that Kurt was coming out strong, harder punches than yeah. Jason. But Jason was taking the punches. Yeah, he had that a hell of a chin. Awesome <laughs> he had a hell of a chin to last that long. He did. Um, but I do remember that, though. Like you said, like uh, Jason, no, Kurt's hands were dropping a little bit low. No, Jason, right? And yeah. Jason's and hands I, I heard him call it out and he picked them up right away. And like, that was like a, the difference compared to like the first match when everyone's silent and no one's correcting the fighter. And when you're in the middle of the fight, you don't really like process things correctly and um, it's a big moment for these fighters it's like do or die at, at this point and yeah you, you can tell the difference so i was glad to see coaches in the corners saying something yeah yeah exactly because I, I know some fighters they go like this they're mm-hmm. fighting or or they have their hands out like this but jason's were way low i know some fighters do that but when you're taking punches <laughs> You know, they, they, they do something mm-hmm. else with their hands. You know, some some they do the eye poke thing. They're like yeah, this they keep fighting. the distance. Yeah. But, but, yeah, Jason should pick up that, you know, because it wasn't working for him there. Uh, second round, Jason's uh, Jason's more of a vocal fighter. He was talking there. I could hear him. I not hear him, but I could see his mouth moving. Uh, Kurt starts putting the pressure on again. Both throwing punches and kicks. Jason's hands, again, are low. He's taking a lot of punches. Jason keeps getting hit in the face multiple times with Kurt. Kurt lands a, a right hand again, and then Jason backs up to the fence. Kurt then kicks a flying knee and, and then another, then continues punches. Then goes to the body. Oh, yeah, I saw him go to the body and then back up to the face. So, like, he was going back and forth on yeah. there. 
Jason falls again. Kurt then starts the ground and pound, and the fight is stopped at mm-hmm. that point. Uh, so I think the second round, Kurt came out a little bit more, I wouldn't say aggressive, but more like uh, more combinations, more throwing more than just one or two, and and being relentless on the on his punches. And which reason was to me, I think they stopped the fight there. Yeah. So I thought that. Yeah, was a there was a fight. big difference between like the confidence level when Kurt was in there versus Jason. Uh, Kurt's confidence was like he was. Nothing compared to what like, Jason could not compare to what Kurt brought to the table, man. Uh, Kurt just kept on hammering down, using the combos, switching it up, uh, which I love to see. And Jason, like you said, he was just eating up every single punch. Like credit Jason for having a hell of a chin and making it to the second round with all those punches he took. But at some point, it was to come to an end, and it was inevitable at that point. Yeah, and you could tell Jason was was was, was going back a little bit more than usual. You know, he was like. Like falling back, like he didn't want to stand toe to toe to him too much, you know. But he did. But at certain times, like he would back up a little bit. Like he knew those punches were mm-hmm. going to be hard, and they were going to come, going to come out more. Uh, but he put up a fucking hell of a fight. I mean, this was freaking awesome. Even Dana White said, "Jesus Christ," <laughs> you know. And then everybody was amazed of this mm-hmm. fight, you know. And then Dana said, "This was the fight of the season." Uh, but but one thing I liked was that both fighters were proud of their performance. That was pretty good. And they both were, you know, humble and uh, recognizing each other for the power and the, the performance yeah. that they did. And and I think we might be seeing Jason again. I don't think this was the end for him. I, I think we might see him again. I think he might come back for the UFC. Yeah, I hope so. Because he did put yeah, up a show. For sure. He definitely belongs to be in that ring. There's a lot of other fighters that are probably still in the... On the, on the roster, I mean, and they don't deserve to be there versus the guy who gave out everything, you know, in the ring. So I, I second that for sure. And I think, well, I don't think. I, I saw a Chandler talking to to Kurt. But Kurt, I mean, uh, Chandler was pretty impressed on Kurt's performance. Like, he went out of his way to say, like, man, if you if this Kurt was here today, when you go back to the mm-hmm. UFC, you're going to have, you know, a good run in there. But Chandler was pretty impressed, and it wasn't just a show like, oh, I got, yeah, he's a good fight, but he was really impressed mm-hmm. with him. So I thought that was good. And then, of course, Jason was sent to the hospital for CT scans for facial bones and for his head and face and his right rib cage area. So mm-hmm. let's see how he did, because his face was, <laughs> was red. You could tell he got some, he ate some yeah, punches. Yeah, for sure. So what do you think about the, let's see, Kurt's going to eventually uh, end up with Austin in the final fight. So that's going to be one. Um, Jay, I think Austin's going to have to put up a better performance. He's going to have to watch out for that power. But I think uh, Austin was taking down the fighters more, if I'm right. Or was he going to ground so, game yeah. on Austin? I want to say yes. So that's it. All right. So it'll be a grappler against a, you know one who stands up. So I'm curious to see mm-hmm. how that goes. You know. Uh, Kurt's gonna have to keep it up, and he's gonna have to. I mean, I I, I don't really haven't seen his ground game. I'm not sure how he does. I, I know he has gym, so I'm pretty sure he works on that right. very well. But but we'll see how that goes. Um, any last thoughts about this one? No, I'm just excited to keep it going, keep the ball moving, see what's next for this last fight. I believe right for the semifinals. Um, that's gonna be exciting yeah. to see. But. The next fight is actually Connor's yes. fighter, which is Rico DeCillo mm-hmm. versus uh, Chandler boy Cody Gibson. 
So that's going to be one. I mean, Connor's really going to be vocal. He's going to bring one. it. He's going to bring everything to the table. He has to. Yes. Yes. And and and, and Connor. I mean, when you when the, when they're fighting, the fighters, even though New Sandler's, you could tell he's into it. Like he wants to say more, but he's you know he does, but he's he's holding mm-hmm. back. So I think this when he, when he goes in the corner with uh, Rico, we're going to hear a lot of uh, McGregor. Yeah. yeah he's. I'm excited to watch that. this because finally McGregor's one and only winner gets to finally <laughs> gets a boy gets on the spotlight <laughs> and get in that yeah. cage. So we're, it's going to be interesting, interesting to see like the, the coaching aspect, right? And see how much he really invests into this one fight versus the last couple of fights that he had. I mean, he did have one guy move over, but it wasn't the same feeling, right? Because Connor, he went through it. He went yeah. to the ringer of emotions, man. Losing one or losing. Seven oh of the eight, God. only one one. That's wild. Like like one after mm-hmm. another. I mean, there was nothing in between. Just this is week eight, he finally won. So, what do you think about? Yeah. So, what do you think about Cody? You, do you think he has a lot of pressure on him, knowing that this is only Sandler's boy, and I mean, Sandler's uh, Conor McGregor's boy, and he could like just take him out and be Sandler Knight at the? Oh no, no, this is the. Wait, this is a semifinal still, right? So, yes. Okay, okay. So, yeah, they could actually take out McGregor's boy, and it'll be all Chandler's night at the, at the finals. Mm-hmm. So, do you, I don't know. I think Cody might have some pressure on him there. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I mean, Cody's going to come from he's gonna come from Connor's camp, and Connor's going to bring it. You know, he's going to bring the intensity. I'm pretty sure he's going to bring everything that he feels. Chandler's, Chandler's camp. camp. Yeah, he's going to come in here, and um, I think both these coaches are going to invest – and their fighters, because this fight means a little bit more than the others, you know? Like, in terms of bragging rights. Yeah, it does. Um, like, Chandler is fighting for, like, once and for all going to finish Connor in these in this tough series, right? So, um, that's going to be cool to watch. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see how the, the training leading into this fight is going to look like more than the fight itself, to be honest. So then, at the end of the, of the mm-hmm. season, the coaches usually fight. Is Connor going to be able to fight? Do you think he's going to be able to pull it off? I mean, like, like past the drug test or past the Usada and all that. I I think so. I think he's taking care of himself after his little vacation, you know, and having some fun, partying up, and also the the medication he was probably taking that we all suspect him. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to hundred percent confirm. Yeah, because he, he got bigger. He got swole. He got huge. Um, but now he's like dropping in size. Now you can tell a little bit that he's starting to thin out a little bit compared to his really maximized bulk self with some medication. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it was taking ibuprofen. Now I don't think it was steroids. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, okay. it shouldn't be too bad. Right. No. That, that's good. That's good. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, I had to start taking. That. I, I hope he fights though, but I think he should come clean. I don't think he will come out dirty or anything, and. This fight that's going to be scheduled is going to falter. All right. Well, we'll see. Hopefully. I would like to see that. And plus, Connor really needs a win, too. I think he's on a losing streak, if I'm yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, the, the one guy that he so, got, wait, did he, he won, right? The, the one guy that jumped over from Chandler's team to Connor's? He won that fight. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm talking about Connor himself. Oh, okay. I was like, huh? No, yeah. I agree. Like, no, Connor himself needs. Need, needs a uh-huh. win. So, if not, then we'll be talking about wrestling pretty soon. <laughs> I hope not. I hope that's not the case. All right. You want to hear my funny, funny story? story? All right, 
All right, so I'm not sure if I told you already, but I was watching the UFC fight. I was watching the Nate Diaz versus Jake Paul fight, and I was watching SummerSlam all at the same time. I got three TVs going, all right? So uh, UFC ended, so I'm able to see um, Jake Paul, Nate Diaz next. They were Uh next. SummerSlam was next. Uh, Roman Reigns was going to come out, and my Internet just goes out completely, just out. No way. I'm like, oh, yeah. So I go to the router. It's fucking red. I'm like, oh, come on. So I'm able to get the SummerSlam back on my <laughs> cell phone. I'm like, okay, cool. I could do that. Uh, but I couldn't get the Nate Diaz fight back on. Finally, it comes back on. The TV comes on. But my Fire Stick pay-per-view wasn't able to come back on at all. Uh-huh. Nothing. I, I, I resulted to going on YouTube, hearing some commentary about, you know, how the fight's going. And the guy was doing pretty good. I just wish I had his, his uh, channel name, but he did real good on there. But, man, I, I didn't get to see it. I got to get my money back for that yep. fight still uh, since I was able to miss it. But <laughs> I, was, I, was just, I was just, like, so devastated. Like, I was ready to see uh, Nate Diaz win and... I wasn't able to watch it. And that's probably why you lost. Because I, I wasn't able to watch it. But there wasn't, I mean, didn't, I mean, you're already, I wasn't invited. My buddy wasn't going to come over, but he had something to do. But we were just be watched the fight and then, boom. He's like, I ain't coming here again. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, but, all right. Well, that was it for me. Yeah, my take for the fight wasn't, it wasn't too exciting for me. It was kind of funny towards the very end, but, um, Nate Diaz, he was just kind of playing it slow, not trying to do too much. I think his game plan was not to take too much damage while Jake Paul unleashes all that power on him and then make it to, like, the last couple rounds yeah. and then finally let out. Um, but Jake Paul was able to deliver on those punches throughout the entire fight, and he was able to rock him. At one point, um, he kind of, like, threw this, like, uh, uh, it was like a left hook, I want to say, and it kind of grazed him on the top of the head. Yeah. And then Nate Diaz falls from that. I like, kind of lost the balance. I don't know. I don't think it was like a true knockout or anything, but um, he did fall out, fall down, and then he got back up, and then they kept going. And but it was kind of like that back and forth. Like Nate Diaz had a few moments here and there, but rest of it was all Jake Paul. And in the very end, <laughs> Nate Diaz like uh, so. Okay, I think it was in the eighth, no ninth round. Uh, Nate Diaz, he kind of like rocks Jake Paul, and but Jake Paul grabs him immediately and is holding it as long as he can to like recover and yeah. Oh, and God. Nate Diaz is trying to get him off of him, but he's not letting go. And then the ref finally steps in, and but it was like 15, 20 seconds later, and that was it. So that was like his one one and only moment where he probably could have executed and delivered. But Jake Paul, it's, yeah. it's a smart game, right? For boxing, you got to play the way it's played, and that's what he did. So, I don't blame him, right? Like, you're about to get knocked out, just go and hug the guy, give him a kiss on the cheek, and hold it for as long as you can. Which is why I don't really watch too much boxing. Because um, it's kind of, I don't know, I think it's kind of silly. Like, I like UFC where it's just like, you let a, if it happens, it happens, you know, and then the ref is going to stop it. Herb Dean doesn't stop fights early no more, so <laughs> he's gotten better about it. <laughs> yeah, he saw Brock Lesnar's fight early. <laughs> yeah, so most of these refs are really good now. I don't have no, I don't have too many complaints with the current referees for the UFC. But yeah, back to the Jake Paul fight at the very end. Um, Jake Paul, I don't know what happens, but he's like his head's ducking down, and Nate Diaz puts him in a little 
guillotine, a little modified guillotine, and <laughs> and oh it's just God. like having fun at the end. Um, but this might be the segue into the MMA match they're supposedly trying to set up. Jake Paul is saying he's reaching out to Nate Diaz, and Nate Diaz is not responding about it. So we'll see. It's that back and forth banter. I don't know what I don't know what's true or not, but we'll see what happens. All right, but what do you think about this Jake Paul, 20-something-year-old, can't even take out a 40-year-old uh, USC fighter who does – I mean, he is a boxer, but not as his primary, you know, sport. I mean, he wasn't able to take him down. I mean, he had to go to a, a – what is it, a, a decision. Yeah, no, that – so I always felt that way because, like, even with, like watching like Anderson Silva, who's what like it was what forty one I think when he fought Jake Paul, um, like Jake Paul yeah. is not running through these guys. I mean, it's these are battles. Like I probably expected Tyrone Woodley to do better against Jake Paul, right? Versus these other two guys. I did too. But um, it, that's a, that's like the elephant in the room, though, that you called out. Like he's not going. He's not running through these guys. Like I don't think. Him versus elite boxers that did not come from any other world like he did from YouTube and all that bullshit and the entertainment side of the life. Um, these guys come from yeah. the barrio, you know, or the hood. Like, and these guys train. This is the way they're going to make their money and stuff like that. He's not fighting those type of fighters. And those are a different breed of fighters. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. But then he'll fight these guys that have different backgrounds in fighting, right? And they came up from the, the ground up. Um, but it's mixed martial arts. It's not just bo- it's not boxing alone. So they learn different aspects of everything. They don't get to perfect their craft in the striking in, in terms of boxing. And um, no, that, I mean that's like the elephant in the room. Like I don't I don't see Jake Paul beating elite boxers. And when that finally happens, I'll I'll be laughing. But we'll see what happens. What about a, somebody his age in UFC who's in their prime, like his weight class for boxing? Do you think he'll be able to pull it up? No, UFC. Oh, like UFC? No. Because he wants to get into MMA. No, he's he's years behind. He's he's too far behind. Like, it's already been... That road's already been traveled through for boxers coming in. And, yeah, they'll come in and, like, knock a couple yeah. guys out, and they didn't stand a chance. But once you hit that mid-tier section of the, I mean, of the NFL, I'm already talking about football, <laughs> the UFC the ranking. rankings... Um, then you're going to see those guys pick those boxers apart or, you know, like when they only have one craft in terms of the mixed martial arts, um, it's not going to get too far. Kind of like Brock Lesnar. Like he was able to fucking force himself into the championship, right, and become a champion. But then guys figured him out. And then now they're able to win against him. I know that's your guy. I'm so sorry to bring that up. I don't. I don't want you talking about. He break. He beat Frank. Uh, Frank Mir. He beat Shane Carwin. What are you talking about? I, I don't understand. What are no, you talking like, about? These are dominant yeah, fighters. Yeah, but like it was only going to last for so long until they figured him out. I mean, he has the wrestling background and he's a hell of a fucking striker. But it's also that's a different beast though in itself too, James. Because that's heavyweight and heavyweight. He got a liver punch and he was down. Come on. <laughs> Heavy, you will go down too. Oh, of course. Heavyweight guys, that's a different beast. So, it's... Fucking hit harder. Yeah, shit. you're not worried too much about jiu-jitsu at fucking close to 300 pounds, you know? Hey, Derek Lewis got a new yes. contract. He has an eight-fight uh, contract. Yeah, that awesome? I was about to say that too. I was waiting for the end. But yeah, our boy, the Black Beast, he's coming back for eight more fights. So, we got a good... Three, four more years, probably. Yeah, yeah. So that's exciting to see him <laughs> pull that off, because um, I thought he wasn't coming back after that last fight, not the one before last. 
Um, but like like we mentioned, man, yeah. Derek Lewis still got it in him. He's training harder. He's doing different things, letting it all out. He, like he says, he's trying some new bullshit, and it's working out. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, and then Ian Gary, our fighter, man, he's uh, – was it um, – that guy, uh, Gary, whatever is McGeary, whatever – He's not in the fight no more. So now they're looking for a fighter to, uh, or somebody else to fight. Yeah, so they're looking for a replacement for Ian Gary. Yeah, that sucks. I don't know who they could put in place. Man. Yeah, that's, that's like two weeks away, Sterling. Still some time at least. Like, there's over a week. But no one that deserves to fight Ian Gary is going to be ready. Yeah, they have to be ready yeah. for that fight. For that it's fighter. not just a slide in and like kind of like the Bonico and the other guy from the other league. Then the guy gets <laughs> put down yeah. in 30 seconds or something like that. So That was embarrassing. Uh-huh. All right, man. Well, until next time, and uh, we'll see you the next episode, and we'll go over that again. All right. All right. Later, guys. Until Peace next out. time.